Good morning and happy Wednesday and welcome back to our podcast conversation entitled Clean Slate, where this Christmas as it is just before us, we're asking God for a clean slate and if that's where your heart is and if that's what you want for Christmas, then welcome back. And as I said to you on Monday and Tuesday, if you have not yet had a chance to listen to day one of this particular podcast series, which was our homily from this past Sunday, then do yourself a favor and go ahead and uh, do that. Just join the rest of us as we put on Sunday everything into a fuller context, which I think is going to be a a gift to you and help you appreciate perhaps what God might want to do in your life this Christmas. We look at the clean slate, right? What would our lives look like if God could wipe the slate clean? What would our lives look like if God could actually erase all the sins of our past? And I don't know anybody who doesn't want that for Christmas, or I don't know anyone who perhaps doesn't have that as a spoken desire, but who certainly wouldn't feel the impact in our life forever if that happened. And of course, we looked at the Bible itself and asked ourselves, man, has that ever happened before? Has anybody ever had a clean slate? And of course, that good news was given to us in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 15, the story of the prodigal son. And this week, in the first week of this series, we're asking ourselves, how is it that the son left, right? Why did he leave? And how that translates to us is, of course, why why is it that we sin? Right? So again, if we're going to have a clean slate, God's going to wipe some some very particular sins off the slate, you might say. And if that's going to happen, we need to be honest and real about what we really did in our lives. Yesterday, we talked about shout, right? Stress, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. And today, I want to talk about one of the things that I think has more of an influence in our lives almost than anything else, especially when it comes to sin, and that's regret. Every one of us has regret. It's not necessarily a matter of if we regret things that either did or did not happen in our past. It's more of a question about How do we respond to that? Are we aware of its influence in our life? And is our regret in relationship with the Lord? Because if it's not, then I fear that at least me and I think a lot of us will act out of regret, out of the grief, you might say, that's there in the regret. I'll give you some examples and, and, and what that looks like in our lives, right? So we can regret things from our, our childhood, right? Things either from our family, our family of origin, or just in the season of our childhood. We can regret when innocence was lost. We can regret um, what happened in our family, right? The divorce of our parents or the, the loss of a loved one. We can regret what, uh, what we weren't in our expectations or, or what we were in other people's uh, imagination, you might say. We can regret um, the things that we did or the things we didn't do, the things that happened to us or the things that didn't happen to us. Like when we look at our, our childhood, our, our early years, 
there can be a lot of unmet expectations, you might say, or just deep sorrow for the things that were a part of our childhood. And of course, that's the same later on in life, where we can regret when we finally kind of came into our own, and we can regret how long it it took us to actually, you might say, find ourselves. We can regret the things that we did on the journey, kind of like the prodigal son, right? As he was searching for really, I think, who he is. I think a lot of us have that part of our journey that before we actually settled into our identity, we did a lot of things that either to other people or with other people, or we can just regret, you know, many of the things that were a part of our trying to figure out who we were. Of course, those of you who are parents, you can regret what either you said or didn't say to your kids, the time that you showed up or didn't show up that you'll never be able to go back and fix. As a married person, you can regret the things you said or didn't say or the way you acted or didn't act. And of course, we can regret conversations that either happened with anyone that needed to be reconciled or perhaps we can regret never having those conversations and now they're on the other side of the grave and it's a one-sided conversation sometimes it feels like regret's a pretty powerful emotion because there's a lot of grief in regret and a lot of us don't like to feel sad we don't like sorrow we don't like to feel heavy And so one of the ways that we can um, escape, you might say, from the negative emotions of sadness is to grasp at sin, especially things that help us to escape. And sometimes we can be blind to why we are trying to escape or what we're trying to escape from. And sometimes it's that regret that's deep inside our hearts. And I don't know if that's what made the prodigal son leave his father, but I do know that when I look at my life, and I bet when a lot of us listening today look at yours, you'll discover that regrets and the things that you can't take back, the things you can't change, is one of those things that has led to sin in your life. So be not afraid. Trust the process as we're just grown in self-awareness and continue to look deep inside your heart. Ask yourself today about regret. Ask the Lord to shine light on where is the regret and what's it specifically around and what influence has it had on your life. When we don't do that, what it does is it leads to resentment, which is where we're going to talk about tomorrow, talk about the influence of resentment in our life. But for today, let's stay with regret, looking deep within and asking the Lord to help us there. If you need a little help, you may pray with Psalm 139, verses 1 to 16. That might help shine light a little bit in your life. Psalm 139, verses 1 to 16. But I'm looking forward to continuing the journey with you. We're going to do this together. And until our conversation unfolds tomorrow, God bless you.